This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets, and it is Mailbox Monday. And that means today's the day that I open up my mailbox and I find your questions in it and I answer them on this show. Specifically today, today, I got a question from Dimitri. Now, usually when I get very short questions, I just ignore them uh, because there is something to be said for putting extra time, attention, effort, thought into the question that you're asking if you want a really good answer. The more specific and detailed you are with the questions that you ask, and I'm not just talking about asking me, I'm talking about anybody that you're asking a question of. The more specific and detailed you are with the questions that you ask, the better, more useful answer you are going to get. That said, for whatever reason, this one spoke to me today, and so this is the question that I'm going to answer. How to be a great email copywriter. How to be, like that's, that's, that's the whole question. How to be a great email copywriter. <laughs> if you have a question that you'd like to have answered in an upcoming Mailbox Monday episode, don't forget, you can check the link in the description to BreakthroughMarketingSecrets.com slash ask. That's where you can submit your question. You know, make it make it detailed, make it make it useful for me and useful for you so that I can provide the best answer to you. <laughs> but let's dive into Dimitri's question, how to be a great email copywriter. These are the proven direct response, marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, so before we dive in, today's sponsor, as always, is yours truly, me. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna include a link in the description today to email copywriting prompts. So if you wanna be a great email copywriter, you need lots of great email marketing ideas, ideas around which you can base your marketing emails. That's what email copywriting prompts is. I'll give you a little bit more detail at the end of today's episode, but check the link in the description. That's at btms.net slash ECP, and that'll take you to email copywriting prompts where you can learn more about that. So today I have for you seven plus one tips for how to be a great email copywriter. And I'm going to go through these fairly rapid fire. Just we're, we're going to cover them and you can go deeper. It, like, again, so much of this comes down to the amount of effort and energy you're willing to put into it from the questions you ask to the topics that you research to like all of these avenues that I can send you down. You have to do your homework. And if you want to be a great copywriter in any medium, including email, you need to be able to do the work. All right, so tip number one to be a great email copywriter. The number one job of your marketing emails is to get the click. If you are doing pretty much anything else in your marketing emails besides trying to get someone to, to click, you're trying to do too much. So if you're trying to sell the product, if you're trying to justify the purchase, yes, there can be, you can start to loop in little elements of this, but you can never, never, never make this number one job less important than the other things that you are doing in your marketing email. So for example, I might write a marketing email that's about my first month guarantee for BTMS Insiders training. 
And I might and I might say, hey, by the way, did you know that there's a first month guarantee for BTMS Insiders training? Uh, that means not only are you getting unlimited streaming access to all of my copywriting and marketing training, uh, you can, uh, if you decide that it's not for you within that first month, just cancel and let us know and you'll get every penny back as a prompt and courteous full refund. Go here to see the training that you're getting access to for the next month. And so click, right? Like it's just, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the guarantee there, but I'm just trying to get the click. Like everything points to the click. Everything leads to the click. The, the, the most important thing that I can do is get someone to click. Okay, <laughs> number two. I told you I was going rapid fire through these, so I better be quick. Uh, tip number two. There are actually two types of marketing email, two main types of marketing email. One of these is the content email, and one of these is the CTA email. And the content email, while still job number one is to get the click, uh, the, the content email does look a little bit different. That can tend to be something like uh, an article or a longer email that conveys the personality, that builds a relationship with the, with the audience, that shares specific tips or shares a story or anything like that. It should all still tie back into that getting the click idea. Uh, these are the type of emails that when you're signing up for somebody's daily email or when you're signing up for an e email newsletter, this is what you tend to expect when you sign up for something like that. Content emails are highly valuable and most companies that have substantial revenues generated through email marketing keep their readership rates high by having great content emails. They're not just sending pitch emails that are just to get people to, to, to click a link. Um, and my recommendation is to have at least 80% of your emails, preferably 90, 95% of your emails, be really heavily focused on content. Still trying to get the click, but it's, it's, it's like a content first, a value first approach. Then the CTA emails should be very short and they should just primarily be designed to get the click. And so, you know, I've worked with marketers that have that, that will send out an email that has three, four, five sentences and two links in it. And those are highly effective at getting the clicks. Sometimes it's a little bit longer. There's a link, right? It's, but, but the whole point of these emails is just to get the click. And it's, it's the bare minimum amount of copy designed to push someone through and get the click. So those two types of emails are content and CTA. The third tip that I have for you, this may feel a little counterintuitive considering how much I have been emphasizing the need to get the click uh, in this. My third tip for you is to learn to write no-pitch marketing emails. What, what's a no-pitch marketing email? Well, one example of that is stories. Uh, now, in particular, I'm going to give props to Daniel Throssel because he is very good at this as uh, as an email copywriter. He just writes stories from his personal life that are just very personality-driven stories. And then he'll say, yeah, and this is tied to this thing, so you should go click here and check it out. And these stories are never hard pitches for the product, the service. The, the page that he links you to usually has a pretty good, pretty solid offer, well-written copy there that's designed to actually get somebody to whip out their, their money and, and give it to him, right? 
But these no pitch marketing emails are the type of emails that people will read every day, they'll engage with every day and will happily just keep reading. <laughs> and then when they click that link, they're much more likely to respond. The other type of no pitch marketing emails is probably more in line with what you see from me at Breakthrough Marketing Secrets is content. And you know, I, I spent a lot of time working with uh, financial publishers and a lot of financial publishers do this where there's constant commentary on uh, on on the investment markets on different types of investments on investment opportunities etc but they're constantly putting out articles from their editors on investing right so they're putting out a lot of content and usually those do not have a strong pitch at all. Sometimes there'll be little ads in them. Sometimes the editor will have a link to a specific thing. But again, these emails, they drive readership. They keep your open rates high. They keep your readership high. They keep your engagement high. And they're focused first and foremost on the content. They are no pitch marketing emails. And then the other thing that, that I do think qualifies a bit as no pitch marketing emails, because you're not actually trying to trying to close sales in the email is just doing a little bit of a tease. So you'll, you'll tease something com coming up. You'll, you'll tease content. So the, the differentiation here is you're not trying to sell the products in the emails. What you're trying to do is just entice someone to go a little bit further into your, your conversion system. And when you are, so, so, uh, let's let's flip that and let's say that you are constantly sending emails that are just like we have a 50% off sale on this we have a three for one sale on this we have you know this discount on this and it's just it's just sale 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 it's hard to really uh, feel great about that as a reader it's hard to stay engaged with with uh, the email marketer behind that if all that they're doing is just constantly um, just constantly feeding you with deals, with sale, with like trying to get you to give them money. Alternatively, uh, let, let me give you an example here. Um, I, I do a lot of stuff in music production. I'm on a ton of email lists for, uh, for, for, for music production. And I get a lot of uh, a lot of emails that sell music production software tools, right? Uh, VST instruments and stuff. And if they just send out an email that says, hey, you know, all of these plugins are $29, uh, you know, for the next three days, that's, that's, a, that's a pitch marketing email, right? Versus um, we have this new plugin and um, it does some amazing things to your vocal tracks. Go check it out. And maybe there's a link to a video, but the video is on a product page or it's on an offer page. That is the, that's an example of a tease that could be tied to an offer that is not quite the same. All right, <laughs> so that's tip number three. Uh, tip number four on this is, I just wanna give you a simple exercise. You wanna be a great email copywriter? Simple exercise. Instead of trying to write a marketing email, instead try to write an email to your friend. So you decide what the topic of the email is, you decide what action you want them to take, what link you want them to go to, and you just write an email to your friend. And you write it as if you want to convince your friend to take that action. Try it, it works. Your, your marketing emails will be much better if that is the way that you approach them. <laughs>
Uh, tied to that, tip number five is don't overwrite. Don't, don't like try to be clever in your writing. Don't try to be, don't say too much. Uh, you have to keep it casual and conversational. Great email copywriting, great email marketing tends to be very casual. It tends to be very conversational. Remember, you're just showing up in somebody's personal space in their inbox and it, it does tend to be a personal private space, even though at this point they're mostly full of, of ads and things we sign up for, it's still considered and felt to be more of a personal communication space. And so don't override it. Keep it, keep it casual, keep it conversational, keep it feeling like a human being writing to another human being. Tip number six, uh, my best email copywriting template is something that I borrowed from Russell Brunson. And in fact, I've structured this entire episode based on that. And I structure every episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets based on this template. Hook, story, offer. You gotta do something out of the gate to hook their attention and get them engaged. That's gonna typically show up in your subject line and maybe the first couple lines of your email. The story is just the main content, the main points that you're trying to get across. Today, it's seven plus one email copywriting tips that are gonna help you be a great email copywriter, right? So uh, that's the story here. Other times it could be more of a narrative story, right? But the story is just that core thing. And then the offer is the call to action that you have for them. You should go do this and you know, here's how you do that. Here's like, you, you want this thing, here's how you get it. So that's the best email copywriting template that I have for you uh, is to just remember, especially like these, these super tight emails that are designed to get the click, really it's, how can I hook their attention in one sentence that's relevant? The story is how can I connect whatever I use to hook their attention to the offer that I'm going to make, the action that I'm going to ask them to take. And then the offer is just asking them to take action, which is essentially offering not the product itself, but offering what they get by clicking the link. So a lot of times that's going to be, you know, check out my new presentation on this. Check out this video demo of whatever, right? So that's what the offer is. All right, tip number seven. So we have seven plus one. Tip number seven is always consider your emails in context. Consider that every email that you write fits within a certain context. So if it's like a daily email and you're just sending out daily emails for whatever business or your own business or whatever, that is one context. And, and there's just this ongoing relationship that you have with people coming onto your list and some people are falling off, but that's, that's the, that's a context for that email. Sometimes you'll actually send out one-shot emails. So for example, there um, in certain industries, there's a lot of email list rental. A lot of, I send one email to this list for a, it, it, you're not actually renting the list, you're, you're paying to have them send the email out with your content in it. So I'm gonna pay for this list to get this one email. So a one-shot email is gonna feel different than a daily email. And then a lot of email copywriters and marketers spend a lot of time writing email campaigns. In fact, even today, earlier today, I was writing an email campaign. And a, a campaign is really designed to introduce something, <coughs> like it exists in a sequence. It, it introduces an offer, right? So uh, there's, there's some kind of introductory, hey, we're doing this thing, go check it out, right? Or you just signed up for this, here's your link, go check it out, right? So that's the introduction, fairly straightforward. Then the next couple emails are justification. So there's, there's introduction, then there's justification. And justification is like, oh, here's the proof behind this, here's a story behind this, here's the logic behind this, here's, here's like 
all the justification for why this thing exists and why you should care, why you should respond to it, right? So there's intro, there's justification. And then as you're getting towards the end, usually in the last couple of days, definitely in the last few hours, if it's if it's a, a shorter term uh, email sequence, the, the final element is FOMO, fear of missing out. And that's where you start to work in all the urgency and deadlines and scarcity and all that stuff. So intro, justification, and FOMO. And when you consider emails in context, so am I sending out a daily email? Am I sending out a one-shot email? Am I building an entire campaign? Then your emails are different to write and they actually become much better. Uh, so finally, finally, our plus one bonus tip is that the idea, so regard, regardless of any email frameworks or templates or specific magic language you would use to write powerful emails or anything like that, regardless of any of that, the idea behind your email is everything. The thinking behind your email is everything. And the email marketers who have the most success are always bringing lots of new interesting ideas to the table. They're always introducing relevant ideas to their audience, right? And so um, so, so every email should be based on a good idea. And that idea, it, it, it's an, it has to be an idea that can be tied to the offer, to the call to action. And so like that, there can be all sorts of, all sorts of reasons, right? There could be, it, it could be, hey, it's Christmas, so here's our Christmas sale. Or it's Thanksgiving, here's our Thanksgiving Black Friday sale. Or it could be, this thing is happening in the news and here's how it's relevant to you and to our industry. Or this thing happened in my life and it may not seem related, but here's how it's related and here's why you should take action, right? And and so the the whole point here is to come up with lots of, new and interesting ideas that can be tied to the offer, to the CTA. And then of course there's more obvious things like, oh, we're having this deadline, or um, you know, here's a customer success story, or here's the origin story of this particular product or service or whatever. And these ideas, they should not be just straight selling. Like you're going to struggle to keep your audience engaged and responsive if you are just selling. And I think I've made this point a few times in this episode. So the idea is not just about just straight selling, it's about how to like find an interesting idea and tie it into your offer, to your CTA, which when you get really good at this, when you can pick ideas from lots of places, then you can come at your CTA, your offer from lots of directions, and you can keep your audience engaged, you can pull them through, and you can deposit them on your sales page with a click on the link in your email, and you can make a lot of sales and make a lot of money because you have become a great email copywriter and marketer. And if you're looking for lots of new interesting ideas, here's where I naturally transition into the offer portion of this episode. Uh, the, the Again, the sponsor of this episode is my email copywriting prompts 
course and I have a special offer for it where it's actually just seven bucks. So if you check out the link in the description, that'll take you to the page where you can get email copywriting prompts for seven bucks. And what the prompts are, they're not like templates or specific formulas where you're like filling in the blank, like playing Mad Libs. Um, it's, it's instead, it's idea types and idea generating, like an idea generation tool that's gonna stimulate your, your brain to be able to recognize, oh, I could write an email about that. I could write an email about that. And the cool thing is, it's not like you're gonna write 31 emails and be done with the sequence and like trash it. it they're, they are uh, broadly useful in a way where you can just keep writing email after email following each of the types. And because you can mix and match and, and you could say, uh, you know, idea type seven and idea type 14 actually work really well for this one email. Essentially, by the time you start connecting all these idea types, you have an unlimited source of email copywriting ideas. And again, it's just seven bucks for that. Plus there's even a bonus training on email marketing and copywriting. So if you got a lot of value out of these seven plus one tips on how to be a great email copywriter, check out the link in the description to email copywriting prompts. I'm Roy Fur. this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Hey, in every episode, I'm here trying to help you increase your marketing genius one episode at a time. And you know, if you're an email marketer, I hope that there's at least one tip in here that, that has helped you level up your marketing genius, and I look forward to sharing more good stuff in the next episode. I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.